Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for returning for another segment. Speaking of returning, we're going to be speaking with returning guest, Dr. Mitzi Joy Williams. She's joining us, CEO and founder of the Joy Life Wellness Group, Multiple Sclerosis Center in Atlanta. She's going to be joined by Christine Ha. She's the first blind contestant and winner of the third season of Master Chef. She's living with a condition known as NMOSD. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Well, welcome back, Dr. Williams, and welcome, Christine Ha. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. For those who may not be familiar with you as a contributor, doctor, uh, give us a bit of your professional background. And then, uh, Christine, tell us a bit about yourself, if you would, as well. Absolutely. It's such a pleasure to be back with you. I'm a Mitzi Williams. I'm a board-certified neurologist and fellowship-trained um, multiple sclerosis and neuroimmunology specialist. Um, I own my own practice in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and do a lot of research focused on increasing diversity in clinical research, as well as um, understanding demyelinating disease in um, ethnic minority populations. So very excited to be here um, and support this campaign. Uh, NMOSD won't stop me um, partnering with Christine and Horizon Therapeutics. My name is Christine Pa. And I am uh, the first blind contestant and winner of MasterChef Season 3 back in 2012. I lost my vision due to NMOSD. Uh, my first symptom was when I was 20 years old, and it was uh, in the form of optic nerve inflammation. Uh, initially, I was misdiagnosed with MS and then finally correctly diagnosed several years later with NMOSD. It has affected uh, my spinal cord at times, too, that resulted in some temporary paralysis. But fortunately, I've been able to recover from that. But the optic nerves atrophied over time, so I've lost most of my vision in both of my eyes. But in spite of that, I've managed to go back to school, get a master's in creative writing, cook again, compete and win on MasterChef, wrote a cookbook, as well as open two restaurants in Houston. So now uh, I'm trying to raise awareness with Dr. Williams on NMOSD with March being NMOSD Awareness Month um, because the process of my diagnosis and my journey initially was very lonely. And so I find that it's very important to connect with other people living with the same condition. And so that's why we have the website NMOSDWon'tStopMe.com for people to visit and find resources and meet other, connect with other people living with NMOSD and to also share their own personal success story uh, on how they've risen beyond living with NMOSD. Dr. Williams, I heard Christine talk about being diagnosed, once correctly diagnosed with a form of NMOSD. Exactly what is it and are there different forms of this disorder? Yeah, thank you so much for that question. So basically, NMOSD is an autoimmune disease where the immune system attacks the nerves. It attacks the nerves to the eye, the optic nerves, which can result in visual loss, as well as the nerves in the spinal cord, which can result in symptoms like numbness or tingling or paralysis. You know, NMOSD affects about 10 to 15,000 people in the U.S., so it's pretty rare. Um, but one of the reasons we're raising awareness is because the symptoms can often be very um, debilitating and often irreversible. So, you know, the difference between NMOSD and MS is that MS more often affects the brain as well as the nerves of the eye and the spinal cord. And sometimes the attacks with MS are not quite as severe as the ones we see with NMOSD. So about 41% of folks actually get misdiagnosed with MS 
when they actually have NMOSD. So, you know, it's very important, you know, if someone has this condition or there's concern about MS, you know, or NMOSD to try to see a specialist, you know, just to make sure they have the correct diagnosis. Christine, a couple of questions. First of all, how many times were you misdiagnosed and you've done so many things living with this condition? How were you able to move forward and kind of overcome these challenges to accomplish uh, all that you have? Sure. Uh, I was officially only misdiagnosed once, but at the beginning, of course, uh, the doctors were suspecting many different autoimmune conditions. So after my first uh, symptom of optic neuritis, I was uh, examined and and trying to be diagnosed for lupus, for Sjogren's disease, um, and of course, MS. And then they settled on MS uh, just because I had two different flare-ups in time, uh, two different parts of my body. So one was my leg going numb and one was my eye um, blurring. And so they decided by default to uh, diagnose me with MS. And then I was put on MS treatment uh, for several years before um, we realized it didn't work. And then I was re-diagnosed with NMOSD correctly. So my, I would say it was only one misdiagnosis officially. Um, as for your second question, uh, it was definitely hard in the beginning. I would say it took me a, a few years to just kind of, first of all, recover from all of my attacks uh, and figure out my way and and learn to live uh, as that being my new normal with the vision loss um, and with um, the sometimes sensory and motor skill issues uh, resulting from my spinal cord inflammation. So several years of kind of floundering around and not figuring out, like, because my health wasn't stable, not knowing what my next step in life would be. But eventually I found other people with NMOSD who were managing their symptoms and their treatment plans and very proactive in their health care and saw that they were doing well for themselves. And eventually I got uh, recovered from all of my problems and was put on a treatment that helped me personally. And then I just decided to do a complete career change and then do what I really wanted to do in life, which was in the creative arts side of things. And and so I had to adjust to the new um, vision loss. I had to learn to read Braille, learn orientation mobility, how to get around with a white cane, learn how to use a screen reader. Uh, eventually went back to school and then got to cooking again as well. Um, I'm a self-taught cook. And so I just had to keep teaching myself again how to use a knife or a hot stove with, that, with much less sight. And for me, I, I really attribute a lot of my success to, first of all, finding a good neurologist and healthcare team to help me move forward physically, uh, and then also uh, friends and family, like that sort of uh, support network that encourages me on a daily basis. And then, of course, uh, finding other patients living with NMOSD. And so that's why I find that this is a very important campaign to raise awareness about this rare and debilitating disease and also drive people to find each other by visiting the website nmosdwontstopme.com. Doctor, what advice do you have for physicians to decrease the rate of misdiagnosis, um, to be more in the know about this condition? And are there any responsibilities on the part of the patient to ask certain questions or to uh, reveal certain things when seeking out advice for this condition if they suspect that they're having vision loss? Absolutely. So on the physician and healthcare provider side, um, I think that it's always important um, to consider testing for this condition if we're concerned about MS, because um, as we know in the healthcare field, 
Um, you know, everybody doesn't read the textbook before they come in, meaning everybody doesn't follow the exact pattern that we learn about in books. So we have to make sure that we have a healthy suspicion, you know, um, and it's one of the things that I personally test for anytime I have a, a patient that I'm concerned about MS, I do test for this condition to make sure we're not missing something. And the reason that that's also extremely important is because the treatments are different and there are some treatments for MS that will make this condition actually worse. Um, so it's important to make that, um, you know, uh, delineation, especially when someone um, has a primary symptom of vision loss when they're coming in. Um, I think the other thing in terms of patients um, is to make sure um, that you realize it's okay to ask for a second opinion. You know, so when someone is diagnosed with a condition that's very serious, it's okay to ask for a second opinion to confirm that. Um, it's okay to see a specialist. If you have access to a neuroimmunologist or someone who specializes in these conditions, um, I find it always helpful to suggest people try to see um, a specialist at least once during their journey um, with, you know, demyelinating disease, such as MS or NMOSD. Now, Christine mentioned the website a couple of times, but Christine, just one more time for our listeners to make sure that everyone knows exactly where they can find more information. Of course, uh, people should visit nmosdwon'tstopme.com. Dr. Williams, Christine, thank you both for joining us here on Health Professional Radio. It's been a pleasure, lots of great information, and I hope both of you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Neil. You too. Thank you so much, Neil. You have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with returning guests, Dr. Mitzi Joy Williams and Christine Ha. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.